Welcome to CS Radio. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 85 of CS Radio. I'm J. Michael DeAngelis. And I'm Amy Len Kirshner. And here we are it as as we record this, the first day of spring. Evidently this afternoon. The official time is 5.50 something? Uh, is it an equinox? Are Probably. We at the but we are, equinox? it is happening. It is happening. If you're on the northern hemisphere, if sure. you're in the southern hemisphere, happy fall. To all our friends in Australia, <laughs> good day. I'm very excited about this. The days are longer after we lost that hour of sleep. Yeah, we had a dinner with a friend last night, and she came in and said, oh my God, it's been such a beautiful day, but I gotta tell you, I'm cold. Because it was so sunny out, but it was breezy. Yeah, you still need, at least I've found, if I go out without my winter coat, I have regret. Yeah, but after 5.58, those winter coats, they go Don't right back in the closet. You need a spring coat. It's gonna be your spring coat. You know, this is the type of conversation that I would have with my mother. Are you wearing your winter coat? Do you need a new spring coat? Mm. Are you wearing the spring coat yet? Mm. See, I was going to segue in with saying that while spring is glorious, I am sad because I've learned what Aunt Becky has been up to in her personal life. Mm, Aunt Becky. Parents and getting involved with college admissions. It's a dark time. These are some upsetting stories. Maybe not the most surprising, but... Correct on both counts. These parents in the news... It is something. You know, this scandal aside, we have on occasion had a enthusiastic parent come or call career services, occasionally wanting access to, say, handshake on behalf of their student or of their child. And I think to myself, well, I appreciate the effort that the parent is putting in. If I was that person's child, I would be mortified. If my mother called my college and was like, I need to do something <laughs> on behalf of my son, I mean, unless I was in a coma, I don't think I'd feel so great about that. Yeah, this... I think that a topic a while ago was the kind of helicopter parent, parents getting involved. I've heard a new term, Mm. the lawnmower parent, mowing down obstacles before the child encounters them. Holy moly. I've not heard that, but I like it. I definitely get the instinct. I mean, you want the best for your child. And it's, as we talk about almost every podcast, the job and internship search are incredibly stressful. I've heard that. It's the truth. I've said that. The whole process, like navigating choosing your major, choosing your concentration so that you're considering what employers are going to value, the whole process is incredibly stressful. So we understand parental units, guardians, uh, getting involved and seeing how they can help you and what they can do to help you. But I think that there's ways to use them in a positive way. And of course, they can they can stress you out even more, <laughs> I realize. Well, I say let's start with the positive. Totally. Take advantage of any network you have. My connection to my role in the Caribbean was not through the family friends I had in the Caribbean. It was through a family friend who worked in Philadelphia at a Mm. law firm who knew a travel agent, who knew a travel agent, who knew the general manager of the Ritz-Carlton in St. Thomas. Connect those dots. It's random. So it's a matter of even if the person isn't in the same field as your interest, that person may know someone who knows someone who knows someone. So any familial connection, we talk about this before break sometimes when you're sitting at those holiday tables and people are pestering you about what you're going to be doing for your summer or what you're going to be doing after graduation. Talk to them about what they did, what their path was, but also what their college roommates ended up doing or what their good friends ended up landing. I think that's a huge way to leverage familial connections. I mean, I have an even more direct, you know, when I was in college, 
my mother started working at Penn. Hey. Uh, and when I well, when I left college, I went out to New York for a while. But when I moved back to Philadelphia about two years out of college, you know, it was my mom who said, you know, I don't know why you, you're not looking at the University of Pennsylvania. They're a huge employer, and here are some of the great things about working there. And I did talk to some people. My mom was working in the Penn Children's Center, the nursery school that's on campus, which obviously a lot of Penn staff take advantage of. Sure. So I did get to talk with some people who worked here and made some connections. Ultimately, my job here in career services didn't come directly from a connection from my mom, but she definitely started me down the path of looking at Penn. And just through her encouraging me to look at Penn, I made connections that then did help me get this job and have helped me thrive at Penn because I met people during that job search that I still am in touch with and now am able to make career services connections with and that it's been uh, beneficial to me and to the office. Yeah, again, often parents are working in your interest. Whether they have the experience or the know-how or not, they want the best for you. So take advantage of that the best that you can, but understand that sometimes they may not know the best. I know that's hard to believe sometimes. We occasionally have, you know, family members who are in a certain industry and feel like they really have a thumb on the pulse, but maybe they went through the process a little while ago Mm -hmm. and maybe things have evolved since then. Mm -hmm. So it may be that different skills are valued or that the application process in general looks a lot different. The expectation may be that you have more internships before you land the full-time job as that obviously continues to trend. Obviously use their advice, but make sure that you're doing additional research, checking in with us. That's also true if this is only somewhat related to parents, I guess, not really, but the same is true for friends. Be cautious of advice that friends give you. They may really have a sense, you know, a couple years older, they landed this job, they're certain it was because they did this thing on their resume. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, (laughs) listen, I don't know how you feel. I mean, because you do it more often than I, but I'm giving a resume workshop tonight, specifically to theater students. And I put a disclaimer in there. I'm like, this is just an acceptable way to do this. It's not the way to do this. There are other ways that you can look at at it, particularly with a theater resume, because there are all sorts of different ways that people put those together. But I'm slightly uncomfortable being an authority figure. You know, take lessons from this and then build on it yourself. And I do think that it's sometimes hard for us not to think of our parents as authority That's exactly right. I mean, I, um, not so much with my career, but when I was buying my condo, I Mm. kept asking my dad questions. He's going, I don't know, I I bought my house from your grandfather. So I never went through this. I don't have context for you. I was like, but you should just know you're my dad. Right, dads, they know stuff. Yeah. And I think that there are two places in particular that maybe parents think they know what's going on and is maybe not the case anymore. Oh, yeah. One, I would say being like career path. I think Mm. even the parents of current undergrads are still of an age where it was not acceptable to bounce around. Or that it's more yeah. likely that they had a yeah more yeah. linear or more right. standard. Right, so yeah, you yeah. got a job out of college, maybe you worked one or two places, but you worked there a long time. Where sure. It's certainly not. Not quite to not the Not necessarily the case now. And then the other one, and I think it's the big one, is reneging on job offers. That is a very good point. And I think this directly ties in with that. They want the best exactly. for you. Exactly. I think that's a really insightful point because we often hear from students who said, well, my parents said, just take this so I have it in my back pocket. And we cannot emphasize strongly enough that that is a terrible plan. That's a terrible plan. It's a small professional world. Certainly we understand the appeal of that, but that's why we caution against it because you 
essentially just light a flame on that bridge. And as we just said, people don't stay in one role for a very long time anymore, mostly. The younger you are, the more likely it is you'll have more and more roles in different fields and right. be much more flexible and mobile in that way. So it's more and more likely that that person or the sphere of people who are impacted by the fact that you went back on your word on that offer are going to cross your path again in the future. It's not worth the risk. Be mindful of accepting that offer. And of course, there's gray area. If they are really adamant and they force you to make the decision super early that you're uncomfortable with, we understand that this may be a more challenging position, but we still encourage students to push back, ask for the additional time that's necessary, and then once the offer is accepted, stop searching. But we know often you have family members in your ear telling you to do otherwise. So that's always something we're happy to talk about, but be absolutely mindful of the ramifications of that, you know, going back on your word, honestly, uh, in professional endeavors going forward. Great point. I could understand where that would be a difficult conversation to have where a parent is saying to you, well, that's all right, say yes. And then in a couple weeks, if Google comes around the corner and makes that dream offer, then you take it and you say, oh, sorry, other job, I'm going to Google. But then we're saying, no, 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 you can't do that. Who do you listen to, me, Lynn, or your mother? Right. I'm not your mother. I know we haven't known each other nearly <laughs> as long, but I promise you the advice we give is sound advice. Yeah. I think that is the most, that may be the place that sometimes we're the farthest apart from parents. And it's just, it's so bad. It's yeah. so bad to renege on an offer. Totally. Short term and long term. And frankly, it reflects poorly on our office and on the university. And yeah, and on future Penn students. You may leave a bad taste in their mouth for the university, which is not great for your peers. One other topic I think that may be relevant is FERPA. What's that, Milan? Tell me more about FERPA. So the Family Educational Rights and Privacy Act. We sometimes are approached by family members or parents saying, has my student used your office? I want to make sure that they're taking advantage of the resources here on campus. Did you meet with them? Can you tell me what we, they talked about? Because of FERPA, the answer is no you as a student have the right to speak with us and not have it released to your family members. So I know that can feel tough in the family situation for the parent who's asking. They may be footing the bill um, and wanting to know, again, if you're taking advantage of the resources that Penn offers. But uh, this is a place where you can choose how transparent you are with them. Maybe it does feel good to share with them that you've had this conversation. You can go into the beginning of the holiday weekend coming up, Passover and, and Easter, and say, I did talk with career services. I'm feeling like I have these next action items. I feel on top of the game. But also, you don't have to. And know that we won't go to your parents and say that they did come in or they didn't come in or that we talked about these certain things. You can, of course, sign a waiver. If you do want to share that information with your parents, um, that's something that you can speak to your academic advisor about. But as to Milan's point, the power is entirely with you. It's up to you whether or not you share information with your parents and we will not share with them. Now, many times, particularly when it's family weekend. I was just going to say. Feel free to bring your parents along. We occasionally have a parent show up and say, you know, we're happy to give some, have a general conversation. Totally, but resources. we won't talk about you. We want to have a private appointment with your parent. But if you come with your parent, if your parent happens to be here and says, you know, I'd like to come with you and or you want them to come, that is 
okay. 100%. Yes. I was actually just thinking about this. I met with a student a few years ago. He ended up becoming a regular. Um, I think that he had he was an international student. I think there was some anxiety about coming in for the first time, of course. And his father was visiting, and he asked if it was okay if we met together. And of course, when we conduct the conversation, it's mostly directed at the student. We're hoping that you're going to lead the conversation. You're going to ask the questions. But we realize your family member may have something that you haven't thought of or a concern that uh, maybe you're afraid to voice. So we're happy to have those meetings as a group and sometimes they can be super productive. Again, I think in this instance, the student felt good that he had a little bit of support on the first kind of intimidating visit. And then he felt comfortable. Again, it was an established relationship. He felt fine stopping back in for walk-ins or scheduling appointments going forward. And it, it was helpful to me too to see you know, what his family background was like a little bit more, how engaged his family was in his search, how helpful they were. Was, I really enjoyed it. I like speaking with his with his father and you know when he graduated I was saying check in with your family hope everyone is well so yeah we're if that works for you and and they're around and you want to bring them in that would be great it's also nice for us you know we, we've perhaps framed this that parents don't know what they're talking about but of course parents sometimes do know what they're talking about. <laughs> it's, it's sometimes very nice to have positive reinforcement from both the career services office and from your parents and yeah for, uh, somebody say oh that was very good advice don't, you don't need to panic yet it is okay you will be fine things will work out and I to talk about family weekend a minute longer too we do love meeting your families when they come in often during our open house in the fall students don't join their parents sometimes they do mm-hmm. but sometimes the students have class or other activities and the parents drop in on their own and that's always really fun too we show them the many many resources we have available on our website including survey data which I think sometimes puts things in perspective uh, in terms of timing of the search salary questions and things like that. So know that you can always share those public resources, uh, the ones that aren't pen key protected with your family. We do, of course, encourage you to not share your password. You should be doing all of the handshake type of things yourself. This is going to serve you well in the future, too. You'll be equipped and you have access to handshake after you graduate as well. So know it. For life. Love it. So I just want to say, because I have a feeling, it's just a feeling, I think some of our listeners may be parents and dads. Mm Mm-hmm. I hope so. So uh, we hope that this has been as helpful to you as it has been to your students. But definitely remember that we're here to support your students. And if you have questions for us, you can visit the parent section of our website, which has been very highly curated and has covers a wide section of topics from the job search to advice for parents of pre-med students and pre-grad yes. students. Mm-hmm. So a lot of questions that you may have about just the career services process in general are answered in there, both in text and several video interviews with career counselors from, from our staff. And remember, if you're a parent, you don't need to be Aunt Becky you can help your students in more productive ways than just cheating to get them in to college. Not that you would do such a thing. That said, I am for sale. (laughs) We can't get you onto a crew team. At least I can't. But I can get you a podcast. What about Underground Shakespeare? Mm. Mm, It'll cost you. They don't have a lot of weight in the admissions scene, though, I wouldn't think. No, no, none at all. (laughs) None at all. Well, this has been a really interesting topic this week. I hope it's been helpful to students and parents alike. And... We'll see you next week. This podcast is produced by the University of Pennsylvania Career Services Office, a division of the Vice Provost for University Life. Your hosts are Amy Lynn Kirshner and J. Michael DeAngelis. It's produced, mixed, and edited by Karen Yang. We'll see you right here next time on CS Radio. CS Radio.